Have you ever wondered what it's like to leave behind everything you know and move to a new city? Well, I did, and I wrote it all down. This podcast takes you through the good, the bad, the beautiful, and the downright fucked up parts of moving to LA. This is No Name Los Angeles. Before we start, here's the disclaimer. These stories are all taken from my journal entries over the last four years. Names and details have been changed to protect identities. This is about me telling my stories, not exposing other people's. Alright guys, welcome back to No Name Los Angeles. This is episode two and this is where things start to get a little bit um, interesting for sure. Uh, okay, let's just get into it. September 24th, 2017. Lily and I are sprawled out on the bed. We're staying at her family friend's house until we find an apartment, and it's insane. The family yells at each other all day, but at least we have a nice place to stay. Lily is already up, eating from a jar of cookie butter that she put in the room the day before. It has little bits of glass in it because we dropped it yesterday, but we're still eating it. I'm half awake. What time is it? Lily shows me her phone. See? I told you it was her. I look at the pictures on Snapchat Daily Mail. That's Emily Monroe, the girl we saw last night. Does Daily Mail let her face sooner photos before they post them? My phone is vibrating somewhere underneath the sheets. It's Ryan. I put her on speaker. Kate? Did you sleep with Mitch last night? I sit up out of that bed so fucking quick. What? No. Ryan pauses for a second. There's muffled talking happening that she thinks I can't hear. Well, Mitch posted a girl with brown hair in his bed on his Snapchat story this morning. I look at Lily. How was that even possible? He said he was staying at Damien's last night. I I mean, I don't know, though. We left at like 5 a.m. Ryan starts to talk, but then Ethan's voice comes out of the phone. You know Jason is my best friend, but I would never tell him anything that would hurt him. Lily is looking at me, silently asking what the hell is going on. She grabs the phone. Kate was with me last night in bed. That's about all the action she got. Ryan is on the phone again. I told Ethan you wouldn't do that. Anyways, you said you wanted that coat dealer's number, Lily. I'll send it to you now. His name is Joe. Bye. Love you. The phone clicks off. What the fuck is happening? I'm I'm beside myself right now. I don't know what the fuck is going on. And this is bad. This is really, really bad. Lily and I are on the way to Joe's house. Do you think Ethan will say anything to Jason about Mitch? I mean, literally nothing happened. You were there. He told me that he liked me, and I told him I had a boyfriend, and if Ethan doesn't believe me and says something to Jason, this is going to be really bad. I can't believe this is happening. I'm picking up my fingernails while driving. I'm I'm so nervous. I'm so worried. Lily tries to console me. I mean, he did say he wouldn't tell Jason anything that would hurt him, and I vouched for you. You can just tell Jason what happened in case Ethan does it so it doesn't look sketchy. Like, if you tell him before, it'll look better than Ethan saying something and you trying to defend yourself. Fuck. I hate this. I didn't even do anything. I mean, I feel like Ethan wouldn't do that. I mean, we're all kind of friends now, but I don't know. Is everything okay with Jason? Lily looks concerned. I haven't told her that I've been on the fence about the relationship even before I moved. I go into my spiel. You know the one you do when you're trying to convince yourself more than the other person that everything is okay? I mean, we're good, you know? He's a little worried about me being out here, but he was away for baseball for like half of our relationship. 
going out every night and drinking, going to strip clubs. I didn't care. I didn't distrust him, not even once. He should feel the same about me. I'm literally the most loyal person ever when I'm in a relationship. Almost to the point where it's concerning. But he's so sweet and loves me so much and really supports me going after what I want, even if it's hard for us. I feel lucky to have him, you know? We pull up to an apartment building in West Hollywood somewhere. We go upstairs and I knock on one of the doors. A big guy with obnoxious sunglasses on opens the door. You must be Lily and Kate, right? Man, you guys just missed it. Me and Emily Monroe were just hanging. She's one of my girls. I pinch Lily. He opens the door and we go inside. The apartment doesn't have much in it other than a big leather sofa and really gaudy decorations, like a giant champagne bottle. The size of a large toddler. A tiny dog yaps at us. Go ahead, take a seat. Joe gestures towards the leather couch. He continues. Yeah, I was just hanging with Emily Monroe. Oh, give me a second. Sophia Newton is calling me. That's another one of my girls. Joe answers his phone to a girl that looks like a Kardashian clone. It looks like she's somewhere tropical. Baby, how are you? How's the vacation going? He's holding the phone so that we can see her, but she can't see us. He puckers his lips, smacking them into the camera to give her a virtual kiss. We sit on the couch, awkwardly fidgeting around. The girl looks distracted. It's good, it's good, I miss you. I miss you too, baby. Let me see that body. Joe turns the phone to us as she pans down her body in a skimpy bikini. He looks at us. Damn, she's sexy, isn't she? Okay, Joe, gotta go. I have to get ready for tonight. Joe gives her some more kisses and hangs up the phone. He even makes virtual kisses look sloppy. Ugh. He comes and sits in between us. You know who she is, right? Millions of followers on Instagram. I take care of her, and she takes care of me. Lily and I nod. We don't know who she is. Lily tries to make conversation. Oh, is she your girlfriend? Joe laughs. You could say that. One of many. Her... Emily Monroe, Monica Samuels, you name it. So, you girls interested? Uh, interested in what? Joe looks at me like I'm dumb. He's amused. You girls, being my sugar babies. I want to give you an allowance every month, prepaid card, cars, food, whatever you want. I sit up a bit. There is no way these girls are actually having sex with this man. Maybe I can make this work. Maybe he'll just give us money? People do that, right? Like, guys just give girls money for no reason. That's what I've heard. I put on my serious face. I mean, can we think about it? Joe looks serious all of a sudden. He leans over and I freeze. He plants a big kiss on my stiff lips. I mean, I am frozen solid. I, I snatch my head back so fast. Joe looks at me. I kind of panic and blurt out. You can give us money, but we're not going to sleep with you. Now Joe looks offended. He looks kind of pissed. Then why would I give you girls money? Lily chimes in, trying to make light of the situation. <laughs> I thought we were just coming over here for coke. Joe's expressions change rapidly. He says nothing, walks to the kitchen, and brings back a baggie. He walks to the door and opens it. I'll tell you what. You girls take this and think about what I said. We jump up and go to the door. He wraps us both in a big, tight hug. Thanks, Joe, Lily says timidly. We run down those stairs into the car. I start it and immediately drive down the block and park. What the fuck was that? Lily is shocked. I pull out a wet wipe out of my glove compartment and wipe my lips off frantically. He kissed me? Why? Why would he kiss me? We both pause and break out into laughter. 
no way those girls fuck him. There's no way. Why didn't he kiss you instead? What the fuck? Oh my god, what the fuck just happened? September 25th, 2017. I opened the door to an apartment in Hollywood. I'm visiting my friend from Miami that also just moved here. Marissa? I call out for her. There are three girls on the couch under a neon sign watching TV. They all say hi. In here? Marissa's voice is coming from the front room. I open the door to two twin beds. Marissa is on the floor in front of the mirror doing her makeup. She gets up and gives me a hug. This is a cool place. Do all of you live here? Yeah, and a few more. There's eight of us in three bedrooms, but it's big enough, so it works. Oh, how did you all meet? Through Sebastian. He's the one that owns it. You guys rent from him? Now she is confused. You've never lived in a promoter house? He lets us live here for free. We just have to go out three nights a week. Anyways, Sebastian just called and apparently some football players are going bowling, so we're going. Do you want to come? Bowling? In the middle of the day? <laughs> yeah. What else do you have to do? I look at myself in the mirror. My hair's a mess and I'm in a big sweatshirt with stains on it. Uh, can I use your makeup and borrow some clothes? Marissa, another girl from the promoter house, and I walk into the bowling alley. It's not just any bowling alley. This place is nice. Like, five-star restaurant nice. I feel underdressed in jeans. At a bowling alley. Three guys are sitting at a round table with three other girls. The bowling alley is set up kind of like a club. Each lane has its own table. We all walk up and introduce ourselves. Henry, one of the guys, gets up. You girls want drinks? John, another one of the guys, gives him the side eye. It looks like all the girls there are talking to this guy, too. Everyone else says no. I'm kind of nervous for some reason, so I definitely want a drink. Wine? You got it. We all sit around the table, talking and take turns bowling. It kind of feels like we all just got to summer camp and are awkwardly making introductions. With a little wine in me, I finally say something. I haven't even spoken since I asked for wine. I have to warn you guys. I'm so bad at bowling. The last time I went, I threw it into the gutter, with the railing up, and I cried. It was my little sister's 10th birthday. I was 18. John looks at me, confused. Are you from the South? Yup, Alabama. Hmm, Alabama. He pauses dramatically for some reason. Beauty pageant girl? <laughs> How do you know that? Um, that's something I usually avoid talking about. Why? I think it's awesome. Henry interrupts. Kate, you're up. I get up, adjusting Marissa's jeans that definitely do not fit me, and grab a ball that's way too heavy for me. I throw it and it bangs into the ground, rolling slowly. It feels like an eternity until it finally hits a pin on the very end. Not too bad, Alabama. John is trying to be sincere, but for some reason, everything he says sounds like he's reading off of a Wattpad script. Marissa and I sit by ourselves at the end of the booth. She snags a sip of my wine. I think John likes you. Me? No, look, he's talking to that other girl over there. Marissa looks over at John. He's talking to a short, beautiful, exotic-looking girl with long, dark hair and blue eyes. Besides, I have a boyfriend. Um, Kate, do you know who he is? No. How do you not? Big football star, goody two-shoes, doesn't drink or anything. I see John look over at me, drinking my wine. I put it down and avoid eye contact. September 26, 2017. Lily and I are at an apartment complex right off of Melrose Place. So, this is the bachelor suite. 
A guy from the apartment complex who reminds me of Michael Scott is showing us the available apartments. It's tiny. It only has a mini fridge, a stove, and a spiral staircase. Hardly any light, but it's two stories. We can make it work. Lily's eyes light up. Can we move in now? Yeah, I mean, I love it. I think it's perfect for us. Michael Scott is surprised. Uh, yeah, let's get you guys situated. After a few calls to our parents, getting them to fax over their cosigns, it's ours. We go back to the house we're staying in to get our bags. I am so happy to leave this family's house. I go to the bathroom while Lily goes to our room to get her stuff. Uh, Kate? Lily calls out to me. She's in our room getting her stuff together. I walk in and there's a skeleton on my pillow. Also the size of a small toddler. I laugh. Uh, where did you find this, Lily? I didn't do that. What the fuck? Who did? We both just stand there, looking at each other and the skeleton. I know. It was one of the kids. They hate us. And they did. It's been so weird staying here. We've tried to be polite and stay out of their way, but the kids just have been giving us evil eyes every single time we see them. Let's fucking go. I grab my suitcase and we get the hell out of there. I can't believe we found an apartment so soon. We have a pool and a hot tub and no furniture yet, but we got a blow-up mattress from Target for the time being. So there's a blow-up mattress downstairs in the living room slash kitchen, and all of our bags and clothes are upstairs in the bedroom. Lily is bringing more bags upstairs while I'll blow up the air mattress on the floor. She plops the overflowing Ikea bags onto the ground and sits next to me. My phone rings. It's Jason. Hey, baby, look, we're moving into our... He cuts me off. Have you been hanging out with John Johnson? Lily looks at me off screen with wide eyes. I mean, I met him when I went bowling with a friend the other night. It was a big group of us. I didn't even know who he was until after we left, but I haven't been hanging out with him like that. It's just a friend group. I'm making new friends. Jason looks back at me with an emotionless stare. Right, right, okay. For some reason, I'm annoyed that he's even questioning me. So you're gone for half the year with baseball and I never question you about anything? You know why? Because I trust you. Because I would never do anything bad. Are you feeling weird about this because I actually have a reason not to trust you? Don't turn this around on me. Everyone is talking about it. Think about how that makes me feel. Why wouldn't you tell me? Because it just wasn't significant. I told my mom because she likes him and I thought she'd be excited. I'm really digging myself a grave here. Whatever, Caitlin. I take a breath. Okay, well, I'm about to go to church and I'm getting ready, so I'll talk to you later. I love you, okay, baby? Just like always, me being in a new city and making new friends doesn't change any of that. He hangs up the phone. September 26, 2017. Nighttime. Lily and I walk into a massive auditorium. Everyone there is dressed in trendy LA clothes to the extreme. So many small beanies. Lily and I laugh at how ridiculous it is. This is not like church back home. I spot John at the front with Henry and Melissa. We walk up to him. Oh, hey. Glad you guys made it. Just one second, guys. Gotta go make the rounds, you know? John runs off and is talking to who I think is the pastor's wife. A woman with a clipboard walks up to us while we're standing there awkwardly. I'm sorry. Are you guys supposed to be up here? Do you have seats? Oh, seats? Um, we came with John. I point over to John. She looks over at him, then back at us. Hmm, we really don't have enough seats. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> that's fine. 
Lily smiles and starts to pull me away. Hey, Marceline, how are ya? John reappeared and hugs the clipboard lady. I asked Henry to grab us some seats. Are these for us? He motions towards some empty seats that have reserved signs on them. Her demeanor changes instantly. Oh yeah, of course. Enjoy, ladies. She smiles at us and hurries away. We all go to our seats. I look around at celebrities and their entourages everywhere. What is this? I lean over and whisper to Lily. I didn't know we needed a promoter to get into church. Yeah, weird fucking vibes, dude. The church ever starts with lots of upbeat, overproduced songs and everyone sings along passionately. I always kind of hated that about certain churches. I'll sing along, but I'm not putting on a show or anything. The pastor goes into a whole sermon about staying faithful to your spouse, then it ends with the singing again. We stand up to leave, but everyone around us is talking to each other. John immediately walks away over to some girl and strikes up a conversation. Lily and I are just standing there, trying to get in on Marissa and Henry's conversation so we don't look like losers. We just end up talking to each other, trying our best to not acknowledge all the celebrities around us. Sorry, that girl was by herself and I just wanted to make her feel welcome. John reappears out of nowhere. Aw, that's so nice. So, what are you guys doing for the rest of the night? I forgot we already told a promoter we'd go out. Oh, we just moved in today. I'm super tired. We're probably going to head back to bed. Thanks so much for inviting us. John gives Lily a hug, then hugs me and lingers, still kind of holding my hand as I walk away. I turn around and he's still looking. He smiles and waves. Lily and I are back at the apartment, drinking wine out of the bottle. Two buck chuck. I'm in the bathroom, trying to make my extensions look like the rest of my hair, and she's redoing her eyeliner for the fifth time. This looks good, right? Not too much? Lily is squeezing her way into the mirror. She's in a tight black dress and combat boots. I'm in a black bodysuit and a leather skirt. And there's a lot more eyeliner happening here than there was at church. No way, dude. Never too much. We look hot. So, Lily says, trying out different poses in the mirror. How do you know this guy? He's the promoter that Marissa lives with. Well, in his promoter apartment. She said this was the best new club. It's also literally a block away. We can walk there. Lily and I are walking, laughing, talking. We're drinking the last bit of wine out of the bottle. Lily finishes it and throws it into a bush. We're already here. It really was a block away. We're standing outside of the club. We look out of place and we really start to feel it too. We awkwardly stand there and talk to each other, trying to blend in. You must be Kate and Lily. A short guy with poofy black hair and a big smile in a black v-neck and jeans is walking up with five girls behind him. Sebastian! I give him a big hug. I'm already drunk off of half a bottle of wine. Probably because I haven't really eaten today? We all walk past the line of people while Sebastian hands a few of the girls fake IDs. We get to our table and I notice a small beanie that looks really familiar. It's a guy from church. He was sitting a few rows away from me. He notices me and we both smile at each other, laughing a bit. Sebastian passes Lily a vial of coke. After a couple of hours of standing around and drinking and just looking at people, we decide to head home. It really has been a long ass day. We're walking back arm in arm when I get a call from Ryan. Guys! She's looking at us through the screen. She literally gets prettier every time I see her. What are you doing? I want to come see the place. Bring food, please. Lily is way more drunk than I am. You got it. Send the Addy. 
Lily and I are back at home, sitting on the half-deflated blow-up mattress. Lily is wearing mismatched pajamas of mine she found on the floor, and I'm in my red sweatsuit that really needs to be washed. Ryan comes through the door with Thai food, and I've never been more grateful for anything in my entire life. Hey, guys. She plops down between us, and we all hug. Wait, this place is so freaking cute. Lily is already opening the pad thai and starting to eat it with her fingers. Ryan hands her a plastic fork from the bag. I grab the fork from Lily and dig in. You are a lifesaver. Jesus, what have you guys been doing today? Lily starts telling her with her mouth full. Well, we got the apartment and then we went to church with John Johnson and we went to the club down the street. Oh, and Joe kissed Kate yesterday. Lily is barely holding her food in because she starts laughing so hard. It was fucking disgusting. I'm cringing at the thought of it. Yeah, he's kind of weird. You just have to be really straightforward with him. Wait, John Johnson? Yeah, Kate met him at the bowling alley the other night, and we almost got kicked out of church for being in the front with reserved seats. Yeah, I know what church you're talking about. I haven't been there in a while. That's church in LA for you. What about you? What have you been up to? Oh, nothing. I had to babysit today, but Ethan and I got into a huge fight this morning. Ryan rubs the back of her neck. Oh no, are you okay? Lily grabs her hand. Yeah, yeah, it was nothing really. Should we go get wine? It takes us forever to find a liquor store that's open. We finally find one and I come back with two bottles. I'm the only one old enough to buy liquor. We open one in the car and Lily and I take turns drinking it. Ryan drives us back and screams, screams along to old Taylor Swift songs. The night is still young, apparently, because there are tons of people outside in lines waiting to get into bars and clubs. Pull over, Lily shouts from the back seat. You guys dare me to kiss that guy? Lily is pointing to a guy across the street waiting in line at EPLP. Ryan laughs. You won't? Oh, she will. Before we know it, Lily is running across the street in my mismatched pajamas. She's talking to the guy now. We can't tell what's going on. Ryan cannot stop laughing. What the fuck is she doing? Lily is already walking back across the street, defeated. She opens the car door and leans in. He said no. What the fuck? She turns around and lifts up her shirt, flashing the crowd of people before she gets back in the car and we speed off. Ryan parks on Melrose and we all get out of the car to walk back to our place. As we start walking back, Ryan starts screaming. What the fuck, Ryan? She turns on her phone flashlight and points at her feet. There's a broken eggshell and yolk all over her toes. Someone egged us. Lily and I are both drunk, almost on the ground laughing. Ryan is mortified. Who the fuck eggs people on Melrose at night? My phone vibrates in my hoodie pocket. It's John. Karaoke tomorrow night? Alright guys, as always, any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email me at nonamelosangelespodcast at gmail.com. You can comment or DM me on TikTok at nonamelosangelespodcast or DM me on Instagram at nonamelosangelespodcast. Thank you guys and I'll talk to you Wednesday and we'll unpack all of this. Bye!